Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Atkinson, the Podcast Junkie. And boy, have I got a treat for you guys today. It hit me today in the back of the head, in my inbox, completely unexpected, and I can't help but be absolutely over the moon. My guest today, he's working to solve the world's biggest problem, which is untapped human potential. He needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. He's the leader of the Belief Nation. Please welcome my guest, Evan Carmichael. What's going on, man? Thanks for the love, man. Great to, great to be here. I love your energy. And uh, this is it. This is it. It's happening. Thanks, man. I'm super pumped because I, I came across you, and this is going to be super funny, um, but I first came across you when I saw your neck brace all over Instagram. And I hope you don't mind me saying that because some people are going to probably say like they've been following you for years and years and years, but I only really came across your content about three months ago. So uh, I have a question for you, and this is a fun one. What do you think is going to happen first? Do you think you're going to serve a billion entrepreneurs? Or do you think Gary Vee is going to buy the Jets? Uh, hopefully Gary Vee buys the Jets. Uh, I, I don't think I'm ever going to hit, like I don't want to hit my goal. Yeah, yeah. I think he said the same thing, right? You always want to be chasing that goal so you can continue to help people. Yeah, like th- there's, there's a mission. What's the mission? What's the mission that you're on? You don't want to actually accomplish it. I want to I want to climb forever. So no. I, I don't want to hit, if I hit a billion, then I'll do something else. Like, it'll, okay, five billion. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. Right? I don't want to in the world, right? Let's go to the yeah, next. Yeah, I don't want to hit my, my mission um but i wake up every day trying to hit my mission no i love that and one of um one of the missions which i would love to find out a little bit more about was i noticed that um you've got a new show that's just come out in the itunes store the evan carmichael show and you had a previous show before on itunes right this isn't your first ever podcast is it uh we have two podcasts out right now one is uh me and, and a friend of mine i've known for 15 or so years where we we just chat for an hour every week uh it's called the something approved podcast and then the other one is is taking some of my thoughts, uh, taking some of the videos that I've done and, and spinning that out into a podcast. I'm not, I'm not kind of running either of those two. I'm not a podcast guy. Like I'm super grateful that I don't know if you're going to use a video of this, but we're doing this over video. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I can see you because audio is the worst way for me personally, Evan Carmichael human to learn. So I consume zero podcasts. It's not how I, I love learning. Audio is not my style to learn. Uh, 
Um, so that's, that's one of the big reasons why I haven't gone hardcore into the podcasting world is because I don't play in it myself as a consumer. Mm -hmm. I think that's nice though, to be authentic, right? To what you, what you enjoy putting content out there. And the YouTube channel is insane. And the last couple of months I've digging into your content, which is fantastic. And what I really wanted to kind of explore on today's episode, because we love to talk on our show about the real stories of entrepreneurship, the ups, the downs, some of the challenges. And, um, and one thing that I really wanted to find out was, was kind of some advice from you um, for me and for some of the people that are probably going to be listening as well about how you kind of tackle those moments where you feel like the whole world is like rushing down on you and, and have you ever experienced that for yourself? Yeah, um, a number of times. Uh, one, just from you not getting the results you want and then two, from just life hitting you in the face. You know, I mean, earlier this uh, or last week, we went to a funeral of, of a friend of ours from my city, Toronto, who died of cancer at 40 something years old, right? It's like wild. Um, even when I broke my neck, I broke my neck in two spots. I fainted in my chair and, and hit the wall and broke my neck in two spots and had a 50% chance of having to have spinal surgery. Uh, like that's a life-changing event that you don't expect. So whether it's your business that's falling apart on you or just life will hit you in the face multiple times, um, there's, there's two things that I do. One is if it's something that is immediate in the moment, I'm struggling. Like I need to get up. I need to get up for this podcast with Jamie, right? He doesn't want to have me be low energy and hate my life. And maybe, maybe he does. Maybe we dive into that and it's a great episode. <laughs> but you know, I want to, I want to, I want to get up for my day. So if, if something negative is happening in the moment, then what I'll tell myself is this is the best. This negative thing that is in front of me right now, this is actually the best. This is my chance to show myself what I made. When I, the best part of my tour, I was, I was on tour for, for 90 days. We hit 23 cities. People asking, what's the best part of my tour? Breaking my neck. And say, well, that's a really positive way to look. It's not just a positive way to look like it actually is the best it was the best because we never i'm never gonna throw my head against a wall and purposely break my neck so here was my chance to be at the at the at the edge of my comfort zone right the the limit of my physical like you never push yourself that far we just don't and so when it comes then what do you and what are the options when you say it's the best it puts you in a state of resourcefulness it's okay you know what this is my chance to actually see what i made up and to get better and to grow through this as opposed to just complaining and being negative now that's happening to you every day, then, then maybe your life is broken. Like you got to fix something, right? So sleep is an example, right? The very first stop on my tour before I started my tour, we went to Boston and I had a goal to say, I'm going to run for 30 minutes every day. 30 minutes cardio every day was my goal. And uh, we, I drove from Toronto to Boston. It was last minute and we got in at two in the morning. I hadn't done my run. So what do I do? I have to run. Like when you set a goal, you have to do it. That's how you, that's how you build self-confidence and self-love and self-respect. Doing it when it's easy doesn't count. It's when it's hard and you try, that's when you actually build self-respect. So my run, everybody went to sleep. I'm at two in the morning doing this run in Boston, but it sucked. The run sucked. Like I got no results from it. How many calories did I burn? Like five. It sucked. It was the worst run of all time, but I feel great about myself because I did it when it was hard. And so while I should have been sleeping, the next day I woke up and I was extra tired and, and you know, tried to bring the energy through the day and said, this is the best, let's go. But if every day I was only sleeping a couple hours, my life is broken. I need to fix it. So so that's how I look at it. When you're in the moment and you're really struggling with something, tell yourself it's the best and that, that allows you to grow through it. But if it's happening to you every single day, then what can you change? How can you be strategic that it's not going to keep happening every day for the next year of your life? Did you ever have a moment in your life where there was a, there was something that you needed to change drastically like that? Uh, well, I mean, I broke my neck, dude. You know, I mean, that was pretty... <laughs> yeah. Can't I woke up on the floor not knowing where I was. I mean, it's the most recent one. I've had lots in my in my journey, but I was I was in the middle of this tour. It was amazing. I was afraid to go off 
and do it. I did. I love. I love tackling things that I'm afraid to do. I think that's how you grow. Um, I did the tour because my agent said I was originally going to do a free tour, just free show up, do it at a coffee shop. My agent said that's thinking small. You should do a paid tour. You should book hotels, charge for it. And my biggest fear is is disappointing people. Letting people down is my biggest fear of all time. And so what am I going to do? I, I have to go do it because I was afraid. When your heart's beating and you're afraid, that means you have to do it. Especially if if the fear is around judgment, somebody else's opinion. Then you have I teach myself I have to do it. And so I went off and did this tour. But in the middle of the tour, two thirds of the way in, I got a month left and I break my neck. And now I'm disappointing people, right? Like I. I, I broke my neck in Denver. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do my event in Denver. It was the day that my event was happening. I was in the hospital. And so we had to cancel on everybody, give them refunds. And, and I, you know, did one-on-one -on -one calls with, with people who came out. Um, and I said, let's do it tomorrow. Like, hey, just come to my, come to my Airbnb. I'll lie on the couch and you guys can ask you questions. Come to my hospital bed. That's it. Bring flowers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the doctor's like, no, you can't do that because you have a concussion and, and mental stimulation is going to be bad for you. Um, so they, they killed it and, the, and it destroyed me. And then my next stop was in Kansas City and I did it, but I couldn't go for the full, it's normally a three hour event. I refunded everybody the money and I said, I'm still going to come out. I still booked a hotel room. Come on out and let's chat. And my wife had to pull me off the stage um, an hour and a half in. So halfway through, I had to, I had to leave. That is the greatest moment of all time. Yeah. Like being pulled off this, like I was physically done. I had nothing left. And my wife had to pull me off the stage and say, we're leaving. Was like, the best. Those, those things they put like the food on, they, they put you on the car and they just drag you out on the back end right like <laughs> that was my physical max i had nothing left right that's amazing and so um we rarely put ourselves in those situations we rarely make ourselves feel uncomfortable you know like you got an email this morning and say hey evan's gonna be on your show or however it came through and maybe you're nervous maybe you're excited great like yes yeah yeah and you're, right, and, you're, and you're right about being uncomfortable because we're in south korea right now it's like 12 30 in the morning got coaching calls at like six in the morning from now but i was like no i'm gonna be on the call i'm gonna bring the energy we're gonna be awake and you know, we were up at 5 a.m. this morning, but like, like you said, it, it's, it's hard and you got to push through, but just making it a bit uncomfortable. I'm but this, Jamie does difficult things. Yeah. Ask my girlfriend. She'll tell you. She has to go in a different room. Yeah. So she throw a shoe at my head for like keeping her awake. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but what's the, what's the reason why people, I think people need to pay attention to their language. Why are you not doing the thing you want to do? Everybody's listening. They have, they have goals, aspirations, dreams. You want to, you want to be better. It's why you listen to Jamie. So what's the reason why you're not doing it? Well, it's hard. Okay, great. You do hard things. It's hard or it's difficult is not, uh, it's not a good enough reason. You don't want to do easy things. You, you don't want to just, if you're doing easy, it means you're always inside your comfort zone. It means you're photocopying your life over and over and over again. You don't want to just do easy things. You will hate your life if you're just doing easy things. If there's nothing in your calendar in the next month that you're afraid to do, you hate your life. You love difficult things. Difficult things are the best. It's just really hard when you're in the moment and you're dealing with a difficult thing because you want to you wanna escape and go to, you want to escape and go back to comfort. Mm -hmm. And so that little mindset trick really makes a difference. This is the best. That, I love it. That's, that's a great mindset hack. And I love that. And and actually, while we're on the on the basis of advice, um, one of the questions I had written down, just because I'm always super curious, especially with really successful people, what's the what's the best piece of advice that you've ever given someone? Um, I think the best advice I give is is always contextual to them. And I think the worst advice I give is what I would do. Like here's what I would do, Jamie. Well, who cares? You're not me, right? Like the best thing I could do is understand the person and give them the advice that that is actually best for them in that situation right now. Um, so when people say, well, like what book should I read? I don't know. What 
what are you struggling with? Like the worst thing I can do is just tell you the book that I love the most or the video that I love the most. I mean, it gives you a little bit of data point on me, but it doesn't mean that that's what you should be doing, right? No, I like that. So same thing for like morning routine. You know, I think, I think what's important in your morning routine is you do something that makes you come alive. The point of morning routine should be to make you feel bold and confident for the rest of the day. It sets your day up for success. But the thing that you need to do to feel bold and confident is different for everybody, right? Like for me, I need to, I need to record a I need to think of somebody that I helped yesterday and then record a message on Snap and Instagram 15 seconds in the morning makes me realize that the work that I do is important. That's what I need to do every day. The rock needs to work out four hours in the morning every day, right? Somebody else may need to meditate or, or listen to Jamie's podcast to start their day off every day, right? So what I do doesn't matter. You don't want to be me. You want to take it like a tiny bit of me to help you be better. And so what's the thing that you need to put in your morning routine that will make you feel bold and confident? If you need to meditate naked on the balcony holding your cat every morning, amazing right? Like I'm pumped for you. Go do that. <laughs> That's fantastic. And it's a wonderful image to have in our minds for sure. Right? And, yeah, right. Exactly. And um, and something I was also curious about is because you probably do a ton of interviews, right? And you come on these all the time. What topics do you love to talk about? Like not always just business, because I know you're super passionate about um, everything you're doing right now. What do you what do you love to talk about? I love I love talking about things that the person cares about. Like I'm much more of a, um, even like giving speeches, I'd much rather do Q&A than give a speech because I want to help the person, I want to help you. I want to help your audience. So whatever you want to talk about, I, my wife says, well, I listened to your interviews and, and you've talked about the same thing eight times. And when you're doing your Instagram DMs, it's the same 20 questions on repeat forever. Like, don't you get bored of it? No, because it, it matters to that person. The podcast that I do with Mark, um, the Something to Prove podcast, it's him and I talking. And he says, sometimes you check out. Like, why do you check out sometimes with a conversation? It's like, I when I know that you don't care about my answer, I check out. I want to answer the question. I need to know that this is meaningful. So there's no topic. I don't, I'll talk about anything. I mean, you want to talk about, I don't know, basketball or, or esports or coffee. I'll, I may not have a lot to say, but I'll, I'll do my best. Um, but I always, I always care most like the, that's why I sent that video before. I don't know if my assistant sent it to you. Yeah, I, yeah, the yeah, time. No, I saw the video. I like that as well. Make this, make this important for you. I'll, I'll coach everybody. Uh, we'll coach anybody who's doing an interview with me. I don't, I don't have set questions. I don't even want to know what your questions are in advance. I don't want to spend time on an intro and extra. Like I want our time to matter. And I want, I want this to be meaningful content for you and your audience. And you know your audience best. And you know a little bit about me a couple months in. So how can I help? Whatever's interesting. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's get real with this. So here's a question for you. So um, I've on my podcast been really trying to be more vulnerable. And it's kind of the reason I started the podcast because I was super scared of failing. Um, I, I had a business that was successful, told everyone it went great. And then it didn't go so great. And I didn't want to talk about it. But I ended up talking about it on this podcast. And now what I'm trying to do is is help people on a regular basis and I love the content because I can talk about what's not going well what's failing in my business and what I want to try and do is is kind of scale it and reach more people and um, whilst it's still being kind of personable so I know you've got a lot of experience in content the content is is everywhere for you and you've got a great system and um, what advice would you give if if I want to try and scale my content to much more people so what's the theme behind your content like what's the feeling you want people to have if, if I'm believe what's your one word um I think it's momentum. And uh, for me, it feels like momentum. I'm always talking about as I'm gaining momentum and moving towards that next thing. And sometimes it's a dip in momentum. It's not always a, a forward step. It's sometimes a backward step, but I feel like I always learn something. So, so that's what I want to know. If I'm coming, if I feel like I'm missing momentum, I want to, if I need help staying on my momentum train, I'm going to come to Jamie. And so if you, if you put those colored glasses on and you see the world through momentum, then everything you do, you don't have to say momentum, 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 momentum a thousand times a day, but that's always the intent. Like I want to help people 
people get momentum. One of the reasons why you want to show the failures is because the failures prevent people from having momentum. Like you're showing that, hey, I suck it. I tried this, it didn't work, but I'm still moving forward. I'm not going to let that destroy my momentum. So if that is that, if that's the lens through which you see the world, then you start sharing content around it. Then you start, even in your interviews, you start asking your guests around momentum. And that becomes what you're known for. You're the momentum guy. And, and then you become part of people. People watch my content because they want belief every day. So they'll watch your content or consume your podcast or however you want to get exposure because they lack momentum and you're going to be part of their momentum journey every day. And that'll feel the best for you. Like if somebody listens to your podcast every day or watches you on Instagram or wherever you're going to create content and you're part of their daily routine to build momentum into their life, you're going to feel on top of the world. That's a big responsibility, but you'll also, you'll love it. That'll, that'll fire you up forever. Yeah, no, So I, I like think that. that lack of clarity over like, who is Jamie, right? Like the entrepreneur junkie or what's the name of the junkie podcast? Yeah. Entrepreneur junkie movement. movement. Right. So, so even that, like change it to something around momentum. No, that's great advice. I appreciate that. And um, one thing, one thing I'm really interested in is there's lots of changing dynamics all the time in tech and in industry and social and all of those kind of things. And um, when you have momentum and when you have a name and you have um, a lot of things going in your favor, there's lots of different ways that you can expand the reach. Um, but I saw something recently. I'm, I'm a big fan of Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels. And they did mm -hmm. a, a challenge where they reached out to a bunch of uh, entrepreneurs and they said, hey, if you lost everything tomorrow, your name, your reputation, all of your money, you didn't have a dime, you didn't have anybody that knew who you were, how would you get back to where you are right now? And I love that question because I think it's really interesting. And, and I wanted to ask you that question. What would you do if you had to start zero to get back to where you want to be in life? I would be doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. I would, I would have a heavy focus on Instagram first and then YouTube because Instagram is a faster way to build an audience compared to YouTube. But YouTube is where you want to be if you want to build a brand because it's the only platform where your content lives forever. Five years ago, you know, I made a video and we're still watching now. Nobody cares about my Instagram posts five days ago, let alone five years ago. So that's where you ultimately want to be. I think, I think for that question, um, it, I, I treat it the same way as like, hey, if you had a million dollars or $10 million or a billion dollars in your bank account, what'd you do? And if it's not the same thing that you're doing right now, then, then you need to change your life. Like if that answer, if that question is given to you, you should say, I would start a podcast. If not, then you need to go and do the thing that you would do. Yeah. Because and yeah. I was going to say, and that's the thing, because I do feel like I'm in that zone of genius now where I'm, where I'm doing the thing I love. It recently changed so that I was serving people who give me energy and are people who I would just hang out with all day and just talk to them. And I really enjoy that. So I definitely feel like I'm in that kind of, in that area, I guess. Yeah. Like if somebody says, Hey, if I gave you a million dollars, what would you do? Or oh, I would my job and people default to thinking like, okay, go on vacation and travel. Okay. Awesome. And then what? You're going to get bored as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't sound like it. It's just because most people hate their life so much. They would rather escape from it. But ultimately, we'll want to have her want to like the work do matter. That one work, not want to sit on the beach all be served my time. Don't, don't. If, if you think you do, that just shows how much you hate your life where you're at right now. But that is not your ultimate ambition. So great. Okay, you buy your mama house and you go on your vacation. Then what? What are you going to do? And that should be what you're doing right now, just in a smaller yeah. way. Like I would start over on YouTube. I wouldn't have my team. I got 20 something people on my team. I wouldn't have them. I'd do it all myself. I would have learned from my mistakes and not, it wouldn't, won't take me as long to build up, but I would still be doing what I'm doing. I think any, every successful person would be something similar. Otherwise you're, you're, you're hanging on for too long. No, that's great. And, um, I know Bill Gates is a big mentor for you. And, and I was listening to you talk about him in some of your content. What's something that you kind of picked up or learned from Bill Gates or, or what he's done that you don't really talk about that often? Um, I mean, the story that I always talk about is that I modeled his success. He saved my company. Uh, I looked at, I had a software company. So I look at how he started and that, that led me on this path one years later, still model success. I think what, um, what I've learned from him to your question, 
question that I don't talk about. I'm very fascinated by how Bill Gates has changed his um, perception. Like people hated Bill Gates. And now he's this fun, jokey guy who's on Ellen, hanging with Warren Buffett. And I think it's really interesting. I, I, I went to, um, I did some work with Microsoft. He's like, you guys need to use Bill Gates as a part of your, your marketing. Like he's one of the greatest entrepreneurs of all time. People look up to him. Like if I look at my top 10 rules videos, he's in the top 10 of all time of people done. And, and they've totally, if you go to Microsoft, you'll see nothing of Bill Gates. He's not in the hallways, no statues. They don't mean any of the content. He's they they move past like you need. Um, I think of George Foreman the same way. Like George Foreman was the bad guy. People hated him. If you look at his fights against Ali and like his early as a boxing, he was the mean bad guy that everybody wanted to hate. And now if you think of George Foreman, he's this nice, jokey, laughing guy who's selling his grills on TV and he's funny. And so I just think that's and, and people don't even remember the older version of. And so uh, we often get trapped by our old personas and characters. Like we're stuck in that way for forever. Change it. Just decide. Change it. So I've learned yeah, that. yeah. I, I I think that about Jordan Belfort as well. I look at where he was, and you know, even from the worst situation, he was able to change his perception. Whether he's different or not, who knows? But he definitely has a changed perception nowadays. So I think that's definitely interesting. Great point. I love that. And um, and I guess to kind of wrap up, Evan, because I know we've only got about five minutes left, and your time's very precious. Um, you've had masses and masses of success. And, and for you, there's probably definitely been ups as well as downs and a lot will see more of the highs. But with everything that you've kind of accomplished in your life so far, what's one of the big challenges that you're facing coming up right now? The challenge forever is lack. It's my greatest strength and greatest weakness. Like I don't, I don't believe I'm capable of next step. So I need to I build that and I'm attacking it every day. But why am I not at 10 million back? Why am I not whatever, whatever the next, why did I, why am I not hit my billion goal yet? Um, I don't, I don't believe I'm capable. Like every breakthrough comes from shifting uh, a limiting person much more than tactics much more hey you gotta do these eight things um so that's i think whatever like i think i think for you it's it's always gonna be momentum you you, you need to go after bigger momentum people of more even though it's what you're all about and what you're building every day it'll be the struggle forever like the momentum is not enough you need to have more momentum you're playing small you'll get safe the amount of momentum you're doing is is inside your comfort zone now even though it's way more than what most people most people look at you and say holy cow look you know that it's small compared to what you keep doing 100 percent. yeah don't know how to get the next level and so that that the thing that you are is is also the thing that you're fighting to be to evolve come the next version of um, you're just able to take on bigger and bigger and bigger versions of it forever and, and you don't want to ever reach the limit like you say like this is the most ever then then you'll start to hate your life because that's what you want to do you want to do the thing you love it's like when people say reach as high as you can and then they say I'm reach a little bit higher and you can always reach a little further right yeah but but if you actually got to the point where you can't reach anymore like you're done okay reach okay and do that exercise a hundred times and like oh I'm actually done like I can't reach any higher you won't you'll, you'll be unhappy like we like growth you just have destroyed your momentum if you, if you hit the max there's nowhere else to go and that's most people like most people they they hit the max of what they're doing they hate their life they hate their job they hate what they're working on um and they they know they're capable of more so you want to swim forever you want to climb forever you don't want to hit no that's that's really amazing and evan i'm uh, i'm super thankful for you being on the interview today um we'll end it there just so you can and go and finish the rest of your day thanks so much for coming on the show is there anything we've not talked about which you think would be beneficial for the guests who are listening i would just say make today count make today count like day matter day today more patient yourself like you get an idea, do something about it right now. Are, are you proud of your effort, right? Jamie's up late. He woke up early. He's up late. He can, he can <laughs> rest his head on his bed tonight and say, just ask, am I proud of my effort? Not the results. Because some days you have great results and some days you won't. But if you're proud of your effort every day, you'll get results. So ask yourself, put your head on the pillow. Am I proud of the effort that I put in today or not? And, and so for people listening, it, it may not be midnight for them listening to this episode. You still have time. Like you have time before you go to sleep. There's X number of hours left in that day. Make sure you do 
something that your head on the pillow. I am proud. Amazing. And that's fantastic advice, Evan. And thank you so much. And just before we go, is there anywhere that um, you, you would like to send people so they can follow along and follow your journey and, and kind of um, find out more about what you're doing? Um, I mean, if you want the books, they're on Amazon. Otherwise, for the content, to grammar where I'm living. Okay, Frank. And thank you so much for the interview today. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you and meet you. I appreciate your time massively and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, love, Jamie. Great. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.